Lebanon On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, October 13th. This is Arie O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. The United States is working to expand normalization agreements between Israel and Arab nations, known as the Abraham Accords, and hopes restoring such ties can be leveraged to advance progress on the Israeli and Palestinian conflict, according to a senior State Department official. In a briefing with reporters previewing U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's meetings today in Washington, D.C. with Foreign Minister Yair Lapid and his Emirati counterparts, officials repeated that the Abraham Accords were not a substitute for the two-state solution between Israel and the Palestinians. Blinken will meet Lapid and United Arab Emirates Sheikh Abdullah bin Zayed al-Nakhyan separately at the State Department today. Then he will host a trilateral meeting with both of them, the first of its kind. Director General of the Foreign Ministry, Alon Ushpiz, who is accompanying Lapid, said that the Biden administration was not conditioning Israeli support for an Iranian nuclear agreement with progress on a two-state solution. He told Khan that there was an agreement with Washington on priorities and that the Americans, too, are very concerned with the Iranian efforts to get nuclear weapons. In his meeting last night in Washington with Vice President Kamala Harris, Foreign Minister Lapid said the Palestinians were entitled to have a quality of life and economy and education and hope, but he stopped short of any mention of a Palestinian state. In his meeting with U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, Lapid warned that Iran was becoming a nuclear threshold state. He also raised with him the need for an alternative plan to the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, the JCPOA, that trades international sanctions relief for curbs on Iran's nuclear program. Sullivan reaffirmed to Lapid President Biden's commitment to ensure that Iran never gets a nuclear weapon, according to a readout of his meeting published by the White House. The Foreign Minister of Qatar, Mohammed bin Abdulraham Al Thani, said that his country would not take steps to normalize relations with Israel as long as there was no horizon for ending the occupation. Speaking at a forum for world security in Doha, the minister said that the Abraham Accords did not coincide with his country's foreign policy. He said that the economic steps Israel has taken for the benefit of the Palestinians only solve a small part of the problem. The Hillel Yaffe Hospital has been hacked with a cyber attack which brought down all computer systems. Treatment of patients was being done with alternative systems. The hospital said that the urgent care has not been harmed. The cyber attack was reportedly a ransomware strike that did not come with any prior warning. The event has been reported to the National Secure Cyber Directorate, which is looking into it. Coronavirus health ministry figures released this morning show that almost 1,800 new cases of COVID-19 were confirmed yesterday. The number of people in serious condition has dropped to 412, and the death toll, however, continues to climb with 12 more people dying overnight bringing the total number of victims of the pandemic to 7,959 people. Health Ministry has decided to scrap the obligatory isolation for vaccinated parents of children aged 12 and under who have tested positive for COVID-19. The new ruling is effective immediately. Also, coronavirus restrictions were eased for open-air restaurants, and they are no longer limited to one person per seven square meters, and seating is now permissible at tables just one and a half meters from each other. The new head of the Shin Bet Digital Security Agency, Ronen Barr, was sworn in this morning at a ceremony held at the Prime Minister's office. 
Bar replaces Nadav Argamon, who headed the Shin Bet for the past five years. In sports, the Israeli national soccer team defeated Moldavia last night 2-1 in a match held in Beersheba, but its chances of advancing to the world final qualifiers were dropping as Scotland has a four-point advantage over Israel in the group after defeating the tiny Faroe Islands. Striker Ran Zahavi's goal brought to 33 the number of goals scored in World Cup qualifiers, a new Israeli record. Taking a look at the weather and strong northerly winds will prevail in the afternoon along the coast. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 27, Tel Aviv 28, Haifa 26, Tzvat 25, Beersheba 32, and in Elat going up to 34 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. <laughs>